It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 104.9 AM 1260 and HornFM.com with the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. Wake up, everybody! No more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world's changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Good morning, Austin, Texas, and welcome to B&E. Bucky Godbolt, Zay Collier, and of course Ty Henderson here with you this morning. E. Hogan taking a couple days off, headed to Nashville yesterday to go hang out with his daughter as she celebrates her 21st birthday along with a couple of her friends, and they are being chaperoned by a few parents, which is, I guess, all right. Zay Collier, what's up, man? What's popping, Buck? Oh, T.Y., what's good, man? It is all good, man. T.Y. sleeping overnight on the couch in here and stuff <laughs> like a hobo looking for a sandwich. But that's all right, too. He's here. That's the grind, Bug. You don't know nothing about that, man. Oh, about the grind? No, about this grind, producing this show no. in your 20s no, and I, your early 30s, like Ty and I have. Let me help you. I know about this grind of just being on this show and being one of the hosts of this show and being out all night and just rolling up in here <laughs> back that's in the day. true. You've done that. Yes. I, I, so you, you get the grind. I never got that's to sleep. Right. I just rolled back up in here. That's yeah. what I feel like right now. Early in the morning. Did I really sleep? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I, I don't know how you sleep at all. You know, with all the things that go on inside of a of this studio, with all the signs, the sounds of sports in one section, and then there's music down the other side. I mean, I don't know how you, th- those sounds would keep me up. I couldn't sleep through that. I, no, you could turn things off. I did. The, I, did I didn't know. You didn't turn. No, no. Everything off? was on. No. Everything was going what? on. And I, I don't know how you sleep with that. I I can't sleep with a. With a radio on or a TV, I don't sleep. Yeah, I can't do that either. I usually turn things all the way down, and I only have slept in Dave in the Cave's room during the snow vid days. Yeah, I'm not sleeping not up here and that catching year. all that mess with you guys up here. I didn't do that. I went home. Ice storms. I go home. I take my chances <laughs> out on the road for sure. Of course, we're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com this morning. Uh, thanks for all the buck-offs and buck-ons yesterday as we get ready to celebrate Father's Day weekend coming up. To all the olds out there and young pops out there, happy Father's Day uh, coming in. And good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cabasas, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you do and say it is going to be. The, the heat will start to rise now. This is the day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all through next week, and uh, temperature likely to hit 107 to 110 Ooh. on Tuesday. I got a golf game on that day. What time? I, uh, just about noon. Damn, Buck. 
You got to play. I mean, you got to go play. I mean, are you yeah. hydrated? You good? I'll be doing it all weekend long. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm playing a Muni, too. Okay. Roy heard... Kaiser. Okay, there we go. Going to Muni to play on one of the hottest days. I'm, I'm not even going to say it's going to be one of the hottest days of the summer because there's no telling what we're in for if this is happening to us in, well, midway through June. We're, we're heading towards July. It's supposed to get hot as Texas. Well, I'm not whining about the heat. I'd rather be hot than cold. Yeah, it's not about whining. I'm just looking at your beverage now, and it's coffee and not agua. Well, I got some over there. Okay, yeah, I got you, some. You drink a, drink a sip out of that every four hours. What, that water? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I throw away the water bottles every other day. Come on, got, man. See, I got you faked out with a, where else? I think I had a Gatorade up here faking somebody out with a Gatorade <laughs> like I'm going to drink that. somebody out. It looked good, but I'm probably not going to drink one bit of that Gatorade today. But I'm looking forward to, uh, and I don't mind the heat. I don't mind. I tell you what, I, the, the heat is not quite the way it used to work on me. I used to be able to go play golf and play a bunch of rounds of golf in the heat. But now, once I hit 18, I'm looking to go home. I get in an air-conditioned car, and I want to go home, and I want to go sleep. I yeah. want to talk about the golf game. I don't want to sit in the parking lot like dudes do, sit in the parking lot, have a beer, and hang out, and then go home. I want to get in my air-conditioned car and go. Yeah. Here's my money. I lost here. Take the money. <laughs> Let's not talk about how I lost. Let's just go. How's your game been? Oh, terrible. Damn. Is terrible, this just terrible. like a slump or? No, it's, just. It's just like. Just get older. You it's just, just, yeah, you just got to accept that this is your game now. Yeah, I got to I mean, accept that, that on a good day I'll shoot mid-80s. Okay. You know, mid-80s is, is okay. I feel good about that. But lately I've been hanging towards the 90s. And speaking of golf, U.S. Open yesterday, say record-breaking day at the U.S. Open uh, for the first round with uh, Ricky Fowler who was just, like, on the money, and Xander Shoffley. About those two dudes shooting 62s yesterday, minus eight. And it, it was it was a day of, you know, they talk about this golf course, and, they you know, they spend so much time talking about how beautiful it is and in, this, in Los Angeles and right there, you know, in, in Hollywood and everything else. This golf course is wide-ass open. The fairways are huge. The rough is rough. The greens aren't fast yet. And, I mean, it's going to be good weather. They're hoping that... It gets a little bit more speed on the greens, but as of yesterday, they were making the ball stop. I mean, Ricky Fowler. I mean, that dude hadn't done. I mean, he's had a good yeah, year. Yeah, man, I haven't heard that name in a minute. He's had a he's had a good year. Yeah, he's had okay. a good year. He's really starting to come back. He's early starting, in the, early in the weeks, he's he's been doing well. He kind of fades away by Sunday. Let's see, mm-hmm. he's never been the clutches guy. But Xander Shoffley, another guy who's one of those guys for me that when is he really going to is he going to come through in a, in a major or really come through in a tournament? And he's, I mean, he was 62 yesterday, too. And everybody, everybody's playing well. There's so many guys that are under par. Scotty Scheffler under par yesterday. Tons of guys under par at this golf course. But this golf course, I don't know what the USGA does to make it faster. They, the only thing they can do is just hope for the weather just to stay either to, to sharpen up just a little bit, get a little bit hotter. But it's probably not, not in L.A. It's probably going to stay about the same. How would you play this course? Who, me? Uh-huh. Uh, I'd probably wait, shoot 120, 130 <laughs> if I had to keep the score up. I mean, maybe even higher than that. It would, it would be, it would be awful. But I love, I love the, I, I love the fact that they have wide, wide fairways. I, I do. I like to see these guys take. Rory McIlroy was on it yesterday. I think he was six, six under yesterday, and he was just playing with Kepka. And I was just, I was waiting for Kepka to just screw up all day long. And Rory, they were kind of friendly to each other after all the stuff that's going. Everybody talked about how. That was going to be a nasty pairing. It wasn't. Those yeah, there guys, hasn't been a distraction. Oh, no. Those guys are just trying to play golf and win money. They don't care. No questions? No questions. Just play. Wow. 
just watching each other play. Uh, and, and we've got some other good stuff. I had a lot to ask you about uh, in the NBA and, and the rookie and, and the draft that's coming up and what's about to happen in the NBA. But um, the schedule that came out yesterday, the SEC schedule, and, and the more I looked at the, the home games, University of Texas, guys, I, I, really appre- I really appreciate Georgia coming here. I like that. I like that a lot. By the way, I think this Kentucky is going to be end up being a little bit of a rivalry too because there's a Stoops Stop involved. Stop it. And there's Stoops involved in that. Oh, come on. Can we just start hating Kentucky come on, now? Come on. Come on. We're reaching here. What? Reaching on the we're Kentucky? Reaching, no, we're reaching this. Everybody wants to be a rival with Texas. It's starting to get ridiculous. We know everybody's a rival. Well, like, there's some kind of we natural rival no with the way. Stoops. Mark Stoops. No, man. No? With Sark? What connection's there? Yeah, he'll probably hate Texas. Everybody hates Texas. Nah, I ain't buying it. Kentucky. Come on, man. You will buy Georgia. You want that to happen. Oh, that's, hell yeah. That's I want that to natural. happen. We need that at DKR. And I like the Florida, too. That's real nice. That's real nice. We're, we're doing something. But you think that's a reach on Mississippi State? And, and No. Just think it's a reach on Kentucky. I just think for the namesake of, of Mark Stoops being at Kentucky that it'll be. Hey, somebody's got to play him. Yeah, <laughs> see, you see hey, how Todd's yeah, we'll looking Vanderbilt. at it? Somebody's got to play him. Like, that Kentucky ain't yeah. no rivalry. It'll yeah. never be a rivalry. Ty looks at it like South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Kentucky. Somebody's got to play him. Why not us? Let's play yeah. all three of them. I'll play them. Those three every year. Yeah. Forget Florida. I like I, I like this, I like that schedule for 2024 at home. I, I, I think that's a good Kickoff game. It's like as you say, Ty. As long as you got Vanderbilt on there, you didn't stick somebody. You didn't stick a, a Tennessee on Texas early. They could have easily not given us Vanderbilt, and they did. Yes, I appreciate that. I I, I actually do too. I, I I do like that. I mean, there's some there are some there are tough games. This, these these eight games are the toughest in college football for everybody on on the SEC. As a matter of fact. Oh yeah, it's tough all the way around. There, there's if you look around the country and see who's playing who, no matter where it is, Big Ten, you know, Pac-12. Uh, Big 12, they're not like this. Those eight games, there's nobody's got schedules like this. Nope. And even though we're we're going to end up trying, I'm I'm trying to build some rivalries. It doesn't matter. Just the teams themselves are going to be tough enough on uh, on everybody's schedule. I mean, South Carolina with with South Carolina may have one of the easiest of all to me. I mean, with Missouri, Ole Miss, because I'm te- I'm I'm using Texas A&M as a patsy. I'm not calling them anything powerful. No, that's, they got to go to OU and they got to go to Bama. What you talking about? That's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's tough for them, but I mean, yeah. what, what do you, yeah, but what I don't ex- but I don't expect. I mean, what do I? I don't. But what do you expect of them? Oh man, to get blown out in to those get, two games. Thank you. There you go. When they go to Norman, I expect South Carolina to get blown out. And if Spencer Rattlers, he gonna try to get out of there. There's no way that game. he doesn't have any eligibility left after that. Like, you think year. so? I don't. There's a COVID year. Yo, look at Brock. Brock cutting him. That's true. Oh, boy, like 62 years old, about to come back for his 12th season. <laughs> Dude, they, they, he he really wants he can. Brock Cunningham's the Udonis Haslam of college basketball, except he's going to play. Spencer Rattler in 2024 cannot be playing football at the college level. He, I pray he's playing football. They made that game just so Mm-mm. they're hoping he comes back for another year and they throw his ass up in Norman. There's no way he can still be playing college football. That's ter- Yo, they planned this out perfectly, like – 2025, there's a really good chance that Arch Manning and Malik Murphy will be battling it out. And they're probably thinking, man, if we get Arch Manning and we throw LSU up in there and make the horns go to LSU, I'm talking 2025. Come on now. You ain't telling me they ain't thinking about that? Oh, they always thinking. Or Tennessee. 
Exactly. So you're right. Exactly. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of opportunities for the Manning family to, you know, get their game in 2025. Yeah, have grandpops and Eli up in the stands when they up go to Oxford, Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah, we don't play any of those teams year one. That, that's not a mistake. <laughs> you're right. I like that. I didn't thought about that. Yo, man, they're feisty with it. SEC and TV thinking about all of that all the way into 2025. I guarantee, I guarantee oh, yeah. you they are. Oh yeah! All right, you can hit us. Uh, you can hit tie up five one two four four seven three seven seven six, and of course the text line three three seven three seven seven six. But we're not taking any calls. Oh come on, but no. And I, I know what one of your deals was today. That yep, bring them on, digger. No, if you up already, no, you digger. come on. I'm back, baby. No. He ain't here. He no. ain't here. It's going down. Just no cussing. That's it. No cussing. Like, and then you are gonna get me in hey, trouble. But Zay said that. He wasn't doing the show unless Digger called the Flints. He better be calling the Flints. Y'all say y'all think Digger is racist. Digger might be racial. <laughs> I don't know if he's racist. Me and Digger have had some great conversations. Every time he mucks up on the on the Blitz, he usually calls in. And no, say, yeah, he's, Yo, been, he's been calling all week. Zay, dog, come on, man. I'm misunderstood, this and that. I go, I know, Digger. I know, dog. You are misunderstood, misunderstood. out here. I love the misunderstood. You, you are, are misunderstood so out here. Misunderstood. He just, a lot of people are stereotypical and racial, but, you know, it's fine. He pushes the limit. It's fine. Digger, it's Friday. I'm here. He oh, is not. I, I am Come here on, for you. Dog. I'm going to say it every hour just because I don't know when he gets up yet. I don't know if he's like <laughs> our guy CB. You know, CB's up already. That's well, my dude. It's 4 o'clock up there in well, the Pacific Northwest. You know, he'll have a rally somewhere first <laughs> before he has to get on the phone. That'll be, that'll be, that's what he has to do. By the way, Buck, let me ask you this because somebody on our Specs text line said Texas needs to worry about this year's schedule. Well, quit um, it, man. The schedule, this is what we had to talk about. I know this is what we had to talk about. But we, had, we had enough of that yesterday. Why worry about 2024? I. One of the best things, you're not on Twitter anymore because you got stalkers and stuff. One yeah. of the best things that Steve Sarkeesian could have done, oh, yeah, I'll get to that in a second, that Steve Sarkeesian could have done was put out the 2023 schedule before the 2024 schedule even came out to establish that, yo, that's cool and all, but we ain't looking towards that. We're looking towards this year. We're focused on this year, and we have a big opportunity in the Big 12, the sure. last year, because a lot of the sketchy stuff could happen. We know how these refs could get. We know how these folks get. Nobody wants Texas to win the Big 12. That's the last thing. Sure it is. Your mark and those guys want going out. You saw how salty he was. But he's going to get Texas and Oklahoma playing for the Big 12 championship going out. Oh, you think how so? How you like that? Oh, yeah. How you like that? Uh, That's what I like. I don't know, man. I don't know. You don't know which one don't you know about? Are you saying you don't know about Texas? Well, I, I mean, Dylan Gabriel, yeah, he's good. He had a really good season last year, but can he, he stay like with the way he, with he the way he healthy. plays, with the way he plays, can he stay healthy? Uh, That's he, a lot of running and scrambling he, he be doing. He ain't the biggest cat. He ain't the biggest dude. Like we saw that last year. I can he take those hits? And they got that freshman coming in waiting. Who knows? Well, you saw this dude right here take a hit and disappear for a couple weeks here. See, and that's, that's, yeah, that's what scares me with him because he hasn't been healthy since, what, sophomore year of high school? Yeah, it's, that was, I mean, that position, you better have two and maybe three. Uh, and you've got to have at least two to get ready to play from the first game to the first three games. You've got to worry about your quarterback surviving the first three games. I feel f far more comfortable with the quarterback room this year, going into this year, than I did last year, even with Hudson Card. A hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. Or like, maybe I yeah, or just like I feel better about the potential 
of the room. I and think I feel way better about Quinn, Card was, too. Hudson yeah. Card was really good last year on the bum leg, and I don't think he got the credit that he deserved. If he were healthy, who knows? Like, Well, I, I agree with what you're saying. I agree more, Ty, what you said the second time around. You feel a little bit more comfortable, but because because you never you've never seen the other guys actually play. Yeah, I get in a real life football game. I'm you're basing s- all this off a of spring game. Yeah, spring yeah. game. Which I probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah, I talk about that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that game with a great assault. Malik just so cool. You know what I'm I saying? Know, yeah. like he gives you that. He has. Don't don't do not drive off the road. Do not. I know y'all just hold on to stuff. He has just a little bit of vy, just the stature and the moxie, not the speed, not the speed. <laughs> one bit. Hell no, not even close. Not probably Randall, not the Randall impactor. Cunningham looking. See, <laughs> I mean, I think the dreads do him a lot of favors too. I feel I feel like those long dreads. I just feel like his size. Right. Have you ever seen? Dreads like that on yeah, the quarterback? Yeah, No, I have I, not. I love his Very size. Very unique look. It is. Know? And he's huge. Yeah, He exactly. stands out. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. The size, like, it compares to I like Vince. It. And, his, yeah, his hair. I'm, those dreads are Those crazy. dreads I ain't throwing him. no passes. I know. <laughs> ain't doing a damn but thing he, for But then him. he came out, and he he was slinging. He was oh, no, slinging he, the rock in that he, spring game. He's a big, strong, good-looking guy who's who's been around for a couple years and has had time to learn. I mean, he can sit there. And I know sometimes you don't get on the field and you're wondering, well, what is he going to be like when he gets the field? But that guy has looked at this system for over and over. He's to watch more films than anybody. He's going to have to play there, this right? year at some point. Because that's all oh, he could no have doubt. done, watch film. That's right. And you take, you got to take advantage of it. And he showed. Have his he, foot in ice, watch film. That's absolutely right. And I, I, as you said, Ty, he's going to, he will play it sometime, I believe, this year. Well, like talking about blowouts? That's what uh, I mean, just, hopefully just that. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure there'll be a, a, a half of one, at least one game where Quinn gets knocked out. Oh, okay. The CB had some crazy stat about how we've needed a back quarterback like over 70% sure. of the last 20 years. You know, it, it, it just happens. Yeah, it, you know, with Quinn, it's so easy to talk about the overthrows and the incompletions and the footwork and the mechanics. But I don't think we talk enough about just – Maybe the PTSD he had from that shot against Alabama that changed his whole look on the game and just rushing things and not stepping in the throws and just really getting the ball out of his hand to where maybe he's just like, I ain't trying to get hit. I'm not, you know, I ain't, I ain't trying to go out again, you know what I'm saying? And just look at that as lack of experience and not being there and not knowing how to duck out of a hit, throw the ball, move where you're good, because you're going to get hit. They, yeah. they hit you no matter what. Whether you throw, whether you you know, where you throw it early or late, somebody's going to put their hands on you, push you, push you down in a, na- a bad angle, hit you in the chest, slap you across your helmet. Which you know, every once in a while you get that call, but sometimes you'll just get that ringing sound and you start getting nervous. Or oh, is he going to hit me again? Yeah, they're going to hit you again. So you just got to get used to that. I just it's just experience. Did you have quarterbacks that had that issue? They couldn't take hits, or once they took that hit, they were done. They were rattled. Did I watch Doug Flutie get just decapitated time and time again? Because he was five foot. He was five foot nine, and he wanted. But he to, was tough though. Yeah, but he just wanted to show you that he could stand in the pocket. Yeah. But very seldom did you see him standing in a pocket. I mean, when the play was over, that dude was back fifteen yards sometime where somebody had taken him or tossed him or hit him. You know, what was Flutie five nine? Five nine three quarters. Wow. Wow. But he, but he could throw through. A, he could throw through a lane. He would set his feet. He didn't throw. He threw things off balance when he had to. But most of the times, his feet were set in the direction where he was throwing the ball. He didn't throw any side passes. Yeah, like wouldn't he backpedal? 
like I'll, like once he took snaps under the center, he would backpedal. Yeah, because there's no shotgun snaps at that time. Right. Like he was taking. Yeah, because he, he knew he would have to move and see probably, those yeah, gaps. Probably can't see so, over that line. Yeah, he was so small. He would just like backpedal and hold the ball it's like and then little start moving. Kyle Murray, same deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he was he, nice. Yeah, but when he take off, he'd be gone because he was such a good athlete. I mean, I mean, he was a basketball player, hockey player. I mean, so he he could take the punishment. He wasn't just a little guy that couldn't take punishment. He could take. You could hit him and knock him around. Wow. And he didn't mind. He didn't mind getting into the Yeah, play. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because he was a little dude that would be lifting with the offensive lineman. He'd be lifting weights with them. What about um your boy, number one pick, Illinois? Jeff George. Jeff George. I mean, he was just I mean, he was six foot four. He was a stud. He didn't have to he could stand in a pocket. He could see over everything. Right. Yes, he, he had he just had an arm. But why did it it work for him? Because he was goofy. Because <laughs> he was goofy in life. He, said, he didn't uh, have that quarterback mindset. No. He's not that leadership. No, or he didn't have aura. That. No, not when I, not when I when I had to go get him because it was cold and bring him outside to practice. That's such a soft story. That is so horrible. That was so <laughs> horrible. Tough, that dude was standing there just looking whether you know. Just in the field house wouldn't come out. Oh, he was standing at the door. And they're like, "Bucky, go get him." And waiting for the whistle to blow for calisthenics instead of coming out there and warming up. And head coach said, "Buck, would you go over there and, and get him?" And I said, "Dude." Can you please come out here and warm up before that whistle blows and we have to do all this drill? I ain't got hand warmers back then. I know. Oh, dude, this is Illinois. Ancient days. What do you mean cold. this is Illinois? It's cold. It was always, but it was every day. It was cold. So this fool just happened to pick one day that he just decided, oh, it's too cold. It's just too cold. I, I got to make a decision whether I want to go out there or not. But when he got out there, it took him about three throws to warm up and he was ready to go. Yeah. I mean, where was he from? Indiana somewhere. He's just a yes. Goofy. We grew up in the cold. Oh, he's not go- making sense. But he's a goofy dude. I mean, he was just he. Was, it wasn't that he was arrogant. He just knew how good he was. I mean, he knew how good his arm was. He knew he was going to be a an incredible player. I mean, he was an incredible college player, high school player, but he just didn't have the mindset for the for the game. Once you go to that next level, once you get to that pro level, they're all good. Yeah, everybody that you face is good. They're the best at the in the business. Your arm, and, it, and if you didn't have the maturity to handle on the field, off the field stuff, you were a dead man walking in that league. And you're probably still, it's probably still the same. Nothing's changed about that. Right. If you're a great college player and you think you smooth walk into to, to the NFL football as a quarterback or any other kind of player just because of on your, on your talents, you better film study. You better understand the game. You better understand what it's like in a, in a pro locker room, being around pros, guys that have like kids and families. They don't play that. They don't play they that stuff. No, you play if you're if you're the quarterback there. They're gonna let you know, and they don't mind letting you know. I mean, I think a guy like even last year, like Russell Wilson, trying to come to where he was and wanted to have his own office and stuff in, with Denver. You guys are looking at him like, come on, man. He was just doing corny stuff last year, you know, like working out on the plane trip overseas when they had the London game or wherever the hell they went. He was just Practicing so without fake. a ball before yeah. games. Yeah, you know, I mean. Getting in the, hut, the fake huddle by himself. Yeah, that's just a little much. That's just a little much. And Sierra's so bad. She's such a beautiful woman. Like, it's sometimes she might have to set them straight. Like, bro, I know you're not future, and she's trying to get so far away from I think we talk, we talk about, about this every time. Yo, you, like, you know, this, I'm telling you, because that's what it Sarah, is. No. Yo, the whole point of having a great woman by your side is to keep you sane. Buck, you know, Ty, you know, to keep you sane, to keep you in line, to tell you, yo, man, you probably shouldn't wear that shirt. 
Yo, man, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And you probably shouldn't wear those pants yeah. in that outfit. Especially when she make her own. It's not like she relies on the brother. No, she got her own. She got her own. So she's just so traumatized from the Serb drinking ghetto rap star in the future <laughs> that she she wants that type of brother in Russell Wilson. So she ain't saying nothing. No. Yeah. He, she and she he, needs to say something. He's just a normal old corny cat. That's all. If I am... If I'm coach, if I'm coach, I go up to Sierra and be like, yo, can you help us out a little bit? Like we make her a part of the deal. Make her a part of the deal because Can you get future in here for performance? See that, see that's <laughs> that's a problem. So that's the problem right there. Yeah, that that's a huge Get Russell issue. fired yeah. up. Uh Ty last night, um Shohei Otani got after your guys a little bit. Damn. Again last night. Yeah. Hitting his what is that, twenty second home run? Uh, league leading. I, I'm league not sure leading. what 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 number was. Tying or 22. Best pitcher, best hitter, power hitter in the in in the AL right now. It's crazy. He, Never been done before. He is so cold, man. And um, he's fast. Oh. He's out there now. Like when he's not I'll pitching. Slip a bag. I know. It's I. I don't. There's not a. There's not a hole in his game. Yeah, he's that natural athlete. When you see out there playing baseball, that you, I mean, a little bit like he reminds me a lot of well, and I don't know if Bobby Bonds could ever pitch, but he reminded Bobby Bonds, not Barry Bonds, but Bobby Bonds could absolutely he was the most athletic guy that you've ever seen. Run in the outfield, just run, run five bases, tool. five tool, run bases, steal bases, hit home runs. I mean, just field in the outfield, just everything belonged to to Bobby Bonds when he used to play out there in the out in center field. He was fantastic. All right, let's take a quick break. Zay, good to have you here this morning. We gotta talk good some to be here. Got to talk some NBA for sure. We've got to talk about this NBA draft. Tell me about this Scoot, whatever his name is. Is it Scoot Henderson? Scoot Henderson, yeah. Yeah, I need to know a little bit more about him. Is he is he a game changer once he gets to the NBA? We'll take a quick break. It's B&E, Friday morning. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's Bucky and Aaron. Good morning and welcome back to B&E. It is Friday morning, E. Hogan. Couple days off. See him on Monday. Say, call. You're joining me today, which I appreciate. Of course, Ty Henderson, and thank you to Monty Williams from some good old man radio yesterday. It was old. I mean, it was old, dude. I mean, it went back for the olds that listen to this show. You know, that majority of olds that listen to this show been getting up with this show for 22 years. People need that wisdom. They needed it yesterday. And Monty brought it. He was bringing it yesterday. He was bringing it. He was old as hell. <laughs> They're talking about, on, hip talking about hip replacements. Oh, hip replacements. Kept, kept, calling, kept on calling it healthcare radio. Yeah, oh, healthcare man. radio. That's my guy. Talking about Humana and our, our all our healthcare providers. I was really hoping else. Monty would be here today, too, the last time us four oh, he wanted to uh, did a yeah. show. It was, it was probably one of my favorites. Uh, Monty's yeah, trying to time. work, but I, I think the, the, the screen guys, the writers are still on strike. They Monty's are. on strike, too? Oh, he's got a oh, little, Monty will he's take got a gig. Gigs. If you give him a gig, he's going <laughs> yeah. to cross the yeah. line. 
Forget that picket line. Monty's jumping across the line, jumping the broom. Monty's jumping across that line now. There is no doubt about it. I dig it, Monty. Make your money. And man. as I said yesterday to CB, I know you're going to miss your pops this weekend, but I'm thinking of you, my man. And, uh, uh, of course, to your dad, Zay, tied to your pops. And you guys being future dads at some times in your lifetime. Yeah, we'll see. You know, getting it done. <laughs> Say it's closer than I am. Definitely closer. I don't know, well, dude. We'll you're see. out here sleeping on the couch. There's no telling where you've been. Hey, I'm, I, I was here for work, was I not? Yes, that, you were. That was the ultimate goal last was, night. Absolutely. Any way to get that done, and you did. And as I said, from my partner, Hogan, who's out there and went to Nashville yesterday. Yo, okay. We got to break that down. Come on, E. The helicopter dad thing. This is when your little girl, you let her fly like a butterfly. I think she flies all year round, though. She lives down in North Texas. She's 21. She don't want to be with pops and moms. I agree. That is wild. I think there's a bunch of, like, all the other girls that are going to that are her friends, like her, their parents are also. There's two sets. There's two sets are going. This is what went down. They, the parents were like, Hey, we paying and we going, or you ain't going because we ain't paying. They That's can't what tell. it was. First of all, they can't tell them they ain't going. What you? They're 21. You're right. So they're going to have to pay for it. You think uh, old girl pay for it? East daughter? You think she paid for it? No. Exactly. So that's the perks. We're, we have to come along, but we're going to pay for everything. No. I mean. He and his wife, they like Nashville. They like they like the scene down there. So they're going. It to, is nice. They're going. They're going themselves. They're going. They're going to go listen to some music themselves. Okay. They're not going to be over their kid's shoulder. Okay. There I, we go then. But they're going to be paying. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm she like, might have finessed that then. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, she's going to finesse that with the rest of her girlfriends. You're well, right. He a smooth cat. He's going to be with his wife. You yeah. know, they're going to pretending like this is our weekend. Scene. This yeah, is our weekend. Exactly. This is not just her weekend. But we're going to be. Just in case something goes down, just in case that group comes out and there's some dudes with them, just in case there's Marcus or Marcellus or somebody wow. coming out. Come, Whoa, coming out where of, are these names? Out. Marcus, Why? Marcellus? I mean, I mean, just in case, they, somebody's got to be there to say, uh-uh. No Roberts, no Bobbies? Oh, there's going to be some Bobbies, too. Okay. But it doesn't, <laughs> sure. it doesn't matter. If I'm dad, it doesn't matter. On that day, you're hanging out with You came with the girls. You're going home with the girls, Right. At 21, yeah. I, 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 as I said yesterday, I wouldn't have had a choice. My daughter just would have said, no. Oh, yeah, I'll figure out a way to get the money. My daughter, Veronica, would have said, you don't have to worry about the money. I already got that figured out, but you won't be there. Man. Please, can I go just to see what it's like to be 21 again? Nope, not with me. <laughs> and I trust them. And that's all you got to do is trust them. But uh, to all you fathers out there, happy Father's Day. You're, you are needed and you are loved for doggone sure. CC, happy Father's Day to you. Yep, see him tomorrow. You gonna see him tomorrow? Yep. My dad, my dad's going glamping this weekend. I learned yesterday when I was like, oh, so what's what's the plan for Sunday? He's like, oh, I'm gonna. Do you know what glamping is? He got oh, yeah. the RV. I yeah, they're or they're. I don't Winnebago. know. That means they walk, like that, that. that means they walk around all day long in the woods, but then they go to a hotel where there's air condition or or yeah, something or like a nice oh, cabin. Damn, or I don't know. But air conditioning. ain't camping. Oh, I don't camp. I don't do camps. I I I don't get in sleeping bags. I don't do any of that stuff. I don't either. If my grandkids say, "Hey, hey, coach, let's do a let's do a sleep out right here in the living room. We'll put a tent up in the living room and sleep in a sleeping bag." I'm like, "No, see my room over there? There's a bed right there." 
Let's go run around in the yard all day long. When it's time to go to bed, let's go to bed. I don't sleep under the My body don't let me sleep under the stars. By the way, my body is good today. Yeah. Uh, all cleared up? Yeah, all cleared up. We cleared that up. Did the, the people know this? Oh, yeah, they knew yesterday. Because I would disappear. Nasty. I would disappear for... And I, and I learned a lot. And thank you for all those, those tips yesterday on how I need to start getting my diet straight. I started out yesterday, got myself some prunes. Yeah, that's right. Started on a couple prunes a day too. That's so nasty. Uh, it's not. I mean, prunes, prunes are, are good. gross. No, if you if 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 you want a Snickers bar, grab a couple prunes. There's sugar in that, but it's it's going to help you. It's it's not going to stick to your gut and stick to the walls and the linings of your colon. So you're like just I eating do. the prunes straight up. Yeah, I'm all right. Some raisins. Got a bunch of. I got peaches and apples. I was in H E B looking like in the fruit department, all fruity. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday <laughs> got all the greens i'm ready to go i'm glad you're feeling better dude i don't want to have a life like that that's that's not that's not fun yesterday man uh, you were hurting i was i was hurting and when people say that guy looks like he's constipated that look on your face i saw that for myself when i was going by the mirror yesterday. now i understand what that look is you know oh your face you look constipated and i'm like what the hell does that mean what does that look i saw it yesterday in me it's not a good look Face all scrunched oh, up. Oh, scrunched up. Oh, yeah. Beard pieces falling out of my uh, beard. Okay. I mean, it was gross. It was bad. But I am good now. And Monty got me on some good stuff, too. Of course he did. Of course, because he's taking it all. <laughs> Metamucil. You know what I mean? Colon refresher. I don't know. All that good stuff. We got to survive. We got to be around for our grandkids, you know? That's right. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Zay, I wanted to ask you about uh, the NBA. Because we haven't had a chance to talk the the Denver Nuggets and and their their parade yesterday. Oh, they're a, out of control. They had a blast. They did have a when blast. When you're having your first one, it's awesome. And you know, talking about them. And yesterday, the Kansas City Chiefs got their ring. They had a little private ceremony. That's right. And I swear, I saw this ring video of their ring. I mean, it's the absolute gorgeous, most gorgeous ring you've ever seen. But I swear, it opens up in the middle, and it's all gold underneath where the diamonds are. It opens up like one of those. Secret squirrel rings or jackets you used to get with all the pockets, the zip pocket. I think the ring opens up and it's all gold on the inside. It has all these inscriptions on the inside. I don't know if I like that. I like just a regular ring. Oh, they went they went out of this world on the yeah, ring. I feel like every year it gets crazier and crazier now. Oh, this thing is crazy with diamonds, but it is it is it, it is it is a special looking deal on the inside with with the all gold look and the inscriptions on the inside. Patrick Mahomes, they're talking about we need to get. One more quick one. Kelsey said we need to get another one real quick here. Yeah, I mean, we know Patrick Mahomes has probably a decade left in the league, but Travis Kelsey does not. He's up in his upper 30s, mm-hmm. and it really doesn't look like he's slowing down. I don't know when that's going to come. I feel like he might take a step back this he, year. He wasn't as good last year. I, I mean, Which He says can, a lot. He shows up in the big moments. Yeah. The most, like in the playoffs, it's kind of like how Gronk – towards the end of his career. And really, really Gronk was like this his whole career. But, I mean, he was, you know, kind of injured, often injured during the regular season. And he's so, put up he's decent so much, numbers, but you get in the playoffs and bang. Yeah. Right, and he's Number so much, guy. but he's so much smoother than Gronk. Gronk was so bulky and, like, he'd lower his head while Travis Kelsey would try no, to not taking those juke hits. you. He ain't trying to take those yeah. hits, you know. He's a lot smoother, so... I don't know, man. Those tight ends, they could last. Like, oh, I mean, what, Jason Witten played till he yo, was 40? Yeah, they, they could last a well, while. Gronk started to take those lower leg injuries. They started saying, we're not hitting him up high. No, we really are going to take out those legs, <laughs> and they did. Is Mercedes Lewis still playing? 
Did he, did he get a con- so. did he get a contract with I the Jets so. yet? He's, yeah, he's still. He's that. one of those guys. He's definitely one of those guys. I mean, they're talking about making Kadarius Tony. They think he could be a number one. With Patrick Mahomes, it's like Kevin Garnett. Anything's possible. Sure, he's gonna <laughs> you make know, you what like, he wants to make yeah, you. Yeah, he's gonna make you what he wants to make you. So if Kadarius Tony, I mean, he had Daniel Jones beforehand. And everybody talked about, oh, it just didn't work out. Look how high he went coming out of Florida. Isn't there, I, like, attitude issues there, though? See, that's the thing. Like, all, I, I've he, heard a lot about that. I don't know exactly what, it's, what it means. I so. think he raps. So I remember coming into the draft, they were talking about, oh, how locked in is he because he raps. And Got he music a Florida to make, boy. does he? Yeah, he's a Florida boy. So mm-hmm. he, he kind of, you he's know, wild, yeah, wild, wild out. Be, you know, okay. he got the gold teeth and okay. stuff. He be yeah. wilding. So it's. If he can stay locked in, and I don't know, he could be a bootleg, zero-calorie Tyreek Hill mm. with Patrick Mahomes I think and them. Sky Moore has a better chance to be that guy. I like him. Pretty similar players. I wish Sky um, Moore was a little fast. bit. I wish he was a little bigger. He's bigger than Kadarius Tony. He is. Yeah, but he's not near as fast, I don't believe. Kind of touchdowns. And had them returning punts. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big-time punt return in the Super Bowl that put them in uh, position to go win that thing. And he really didn't start showing anything until later later, later in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he was a – Because he's a rookie. Yeah, exactly. So, I I think with him, they lost Juju to the Patriots. Yep. Um, I mean, who who else? They signed – they lost (laughs) Miko Hardman, too. Yeah, he's with the Jets. Which their wide receiver room? What's up with that? that? Their that, wide receiver room is better than you think. The, the, the Jets, uh, New York right Jets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> their wide receiver Aaron Rodgers. He talked about Garrett Wilson. We played it on Chad and Zay the other day, and he was praising Garrett Wilson, talking about yeah, I know. Don't, I, I mean, when I people, see him doing some wild type stuff, I hear people I, saying I that Olave is a better wide receiver, and I'm like, I don't think so. Who? Olave. Chris Olave is a better receiver than Garrett Wilson. Chris Olave is a better so deep either. threat. That's about all he like. He can take the top off a of defense more than than Garrett Wilson can. Garrett Wilson's going to catch and like run. Like Garrett Wilson can run a better route and catch and catch and catch yeah and run catch and run. It's that run after the catch with Garrett Wilson I like about him a little bit more than I do Alave. But Alave does he Alave is that that smooth that smooth kind of smooth operator that looks like he's been in the NFL already. I mean both those dudes oh. coming out of Ohio State. I mean, I mean and Jackson Smith and Jigba this year too. And then Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, that's that's got to be wide receiver you right now. It's going on and on for sure. Uh, College World Series this weekend. Ty, will you be watching some of these games? I mean, does your interest kind of gone now that Texas is out of it? It's soured. I if we wouldn't have lost the way, or if Texas wouldn't have lost the way they did, may, maybe I'd be a little bit more interested. But I can't do any more college bait, or I'll do very little. I, I've got to watch that I'll Stanford. Watch that Stanford. I've got to watch Stanford get spanked. I wait for. I gotta watch that. Yeah, that celebration. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, that's that's therapy for me. That's gonna make y'all feel good. Yeah, that make me feel so good. Those damn lights, man. Come on, it's Stanford. Get some better lights. Well, talk to Condi Rice and say, "Hey, what's up with that? What's up there, Provost? You need to fix their lights out there at the game." (laughs) You still got our number, by the way. I know how to get in touch with (laughs) us. I do. I do. I'm gonna try to get her on the show. I got it. Conley's right. You still not get in touch with her. Does she know you as Dr. William Cannon? No, she does. She does not know me as that. She knows me as Michael Anthony Godbolt. Okay. Ooh, the government name. Yeah, the government. Yeah. <laughs> for her. For Secu- her. She Security. Gets that. Yeah, the Social Security <laughs> number name. Yeah, she knows. She knows me from that because I'd, I'd like to ask her about, especially about. I'd like to talk to her about Jim Brown. I mean, she's a was a Cleveland Brown fan. She grew up a Cleveland Brown fan, and how, how much of Jim Brown with her dad did she 
that she watched. I know they were friends, so it'd be interesting to talk to her about that. But yeah, I'm going to watch. I, I've got to watch that Stanford uh, Wake Forest game. And then there's Florida Virginia. I mean, there's there's still good Oral Roberts. How far can they go? TCU Oral Roberts. That's that'll be that'll be interesting too. I mean, is this TCU team is that for is that for real? Ty? I mean, I've they've, they've got that streak going right now, but can they go the distance? Do they have enough to go the distance against some of these? You know, the Wake Forest is the one. You know, the team that puts up football numbers. Yeah, twenty two last week. Yeah, and they're crazy. The guy and they're pitching, pitching today is yes. like fifteen and zero or fifteen and one. <laughs> How about that? So I think Wake Forest is probably the safe bet at this point. But it is baseball; anything can happen, like we saw in the Texas game. Um, I, I would probably. I mean, TCU—they're probably the second hottest team. Yeah, I They've think won, that's, I'll be rooting for like, TCU. Like yeah, thirty-four out of thirty-six. Oral, Oral Roberts too. I mean, don't sleep on them. I've, of all the teams besides Texas that I watched during the Super Regionals, Oral Roberts was probably. The, the number one team, and they they got some relief pitchers that are the real deal. So they, they don't don't overlook them. It's hard watching that Omaha, no Texas there. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's Coach Pierce. I, as I said yesterday, buck on to him. I think he did a fantastic job this year. As we were as we were watching and and talking about rebuilding this offense and rebuilding this team, but they gave us a, they gave us a lot you know a lot of excitement on what was going to happen on just most of the games. I mean once. Once they lost one, they'd win a bunch, and they lose lose one, then they win a bunch again. I mean, they just and it took them all year to kind of figure out what they really wanted and who they really were, and that was a tough way to lose a baseball game the other night. It really, really was for them. That on a fly ball can of corn, come on, yeah, just fix the lights, dude. That's <laughs> really sprinkle is going off randomly. Come and on, stuff. man, they, they were tripping. They, they were tripping this past. Is it true weekend. that the lights are like that because it's like an environmental concern? I don't know how they play that. Is oh, no, I mean, oh man, probably cost less money. That's like, and that's the thing. Is that what they're really worried about? In probably, Palo Alto, have in you California? seen that campus? Oh, I, that I've campus been there. is gorgeous. It is man. gorgeous. I've been there with those beautiful brick buildings. Yeah, the stucco all over the place. The, the trees. Beautiful. That's a it's a beautiful, incredible campus. place. It really is. It is, but they couldn't fix. They couldn't fix the damn lights. <laughs> the damn lights fixed, please. That's why my, my heart still goes out to Dylan Campbell, Aaron Kennedy, man. No, such a great Thanks. year by both those guys. And to end it that way, Aggies ain't, Aggies ain't mad at him. No, sure ain't. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, come back. Uh, uh, Say, I really want to talk some talk about the, uh, the Nuggets, not the parade, but the Nuggets themselves, where do they go to continue on a possible dynasty? I'm not giving anybody any dynasties in the NBA right now, but on a possible dynasty – and what do the Heat do? And what about some of these rookies that will come into the league next year? We'll be right back. It's B&E on Friday morning. It's Bucky and Aaron. Good morning. Welcome back to B&E. Bucky Godbold, Zay Collier, Ty Henderson here this morning with you. And hopefully all you fathers out there have a wonderful Father's Day weekend. Do enjoy it. Enjoy it with your families. They're going to treat you right. They're not going to make you cook this weekend. I know what generally happens. They end up, Pops ends up on the grill on a Sunday. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That's no. cold-blooded. Take, take Pops out to dinner or brunch because, you know, I'm a brunch guy now. You I'm are not, a brunch guy. I turn, into a, I turn away from the, that, that's the very, dinner. Where's the place that's you very go? sassy of you. That you like? The Lee Kitchen and Tavern. No, no, no. Uh, no. That's a good brunch. Oh, I go to, yeah. or, I, or I go to Jack Allen's. No, the one that's too expensive that you like. That has the, the, the $12 eggs and big pancakes. Oh, big pan! Oh, oh, oh. your play, yeah, Beebe's. yeah. 
the place that you wait around in the parking lot in your car and stuff, and then you go in and you get the big pancakes, and then when the bill comes back out, the place it's is like you good, went to man. dinners. Oh no, it's inflation. No, it's inflation. You're paying for the experience. Oh, what to stand around and wait? That. <laughs> That's a lot of restaurants in Austin these days. It's it's four dollars more right. than it should be. Or I could go to your place right there in, in Westlake and have the pancakes. Uh, Texas Honeyham. Yeah. Mm. You ever been there, Zach? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've had the breakfast tacos. Oh, I've had the pancakes. Yeah. Oh, there, there's a lot pancakes. on that menu that can. Really? Yeah, it's a it's a big menu. They got a blueberry pancake, Zay. That's as big as the plate. It's just a plate. And I, I see guys in there with two, three pancakes. I'm like, I just need one pancake. You, you know what they have? That yeah, that's why you weigh a buck sixty-five. I, I love. I don't know if y'all would like it, but they, they call it a pig in a blanket, where they get like a piece of the honey ham and they wrap it in a pancake. Ooh. Oh, that's different. So I mean, you cut it up. It's kind of like you know, it's all wrapped up. It's it's like a kolache, but with a pancake. See this kind of okay. talk. This is why I get the blockage. You guys are talking <laughs> that kind of stuff. That's, that's how blockage starts. From from big breakfast Tuesdays and Wednesdays, that's all this blockage starts. I'll have my prunes and raisin bran. Ugh. That's right. Sounds I, like you got a talking to. Yeah, I got talking to. Yes, I did. Because my wife don't want to talk about it. That's what she's here for. Oh, oh no. That's not how that works. What do you mean? That's, that's for your mama to have those discussions No, it's not for your mama. That's not for your wife. At your age, that ain't for no. your mama. That's for your oh, my wife. Mama, first needs... of all, my mama ain't around, but if my mama was around, it would be for me to make that phone call to my mom and ask her. So, But my wife, no. We ain't talking about that. Come on, bug. She Either, has to be there for you. She is there for me. At but, your lowest point. No, I caused that's the, the low point. point. That's no, the point. No. That's the whole point of having a wife. No. Be there at your lowest you can't and be the pick one, you back up. You can't be the one who causes the low point at your age. You should be smarter than that. This is on me. That whole episode was on me. Ah, never ever again. It could happen, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a part of it making it happen. We gotta take a quick break. We come back. We do have a guest uh, from Georgia. He's a Georgia, he is a Georgia Bulldog writer. Writes for USA Today in the what is it, the Constitutional Journal? Atlanta Constitution Atlanta. Journal. Yeah, we'll talk to him. He's a friend of Ty's. We'll talk to him when we return. It's B&E Friday morning.